Welcome to South Mem's Local Radio's Dance Music Night. I'm Roland Charcuterie, your favourite late-night disc jockey. And yes, it's that time of the week. An hour of late-evening magical ballroom dancing tunes to get you moving around your living rooms with grace, poise and very little chance of agitating that hernia you really need to get seen to. We're going over live to the Galaxy Ballroom to enjoy the sounds of Jürgen Modell's Velvet Rhythm Orchestra. gentlemen uh, forgive me for interrupting our program of dance music but uh, we have a situation happening here in south mems uh, please stand by for a special news broadcast uh, in the meantime i'll return you to the music for a brief period uh, but don't be alarmed but well well just stand by uh, back to uh, jürgen Modell. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's me again. Uh, uh, again, sorry for cutting short at your hour of gentle ballroom, but I'm outside here in South Mims, near St Giles's Church, and, well, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but we've got reports from a Professor Farrelly of the Jennings Observatory, Luton, Bedfordshire, uh, which are reports about several explosions of incandescent gas occurring at regular intervals on the planet Mars or, or close by it. All indications are that those sightings have been confirmed by astronomers observing the night sky and I don't know if... if uh, am I allowed... am I allowed to tell the listeners what's happening? Yeah, sorry, what, what? Oh yes, 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 no, no, sorry, sorry, stay tuned. Um, we'll return you to the velvet sounds of Jürgen Modell. We interrupt this program again with an update on the astronomical events observed earlier. It has been reported by observatories across Europe and the United States that a small object is approaching the Earth at tremendous speed. The object is not large enough to cause widespread damage, we hope, but authorities are concerned that if it does not break up on entry, there may be a danger to life. And well, um, yes, we're, we're hearing that its trajectory has uh, just been uh, calculated and... Um, sorry? What? Oh dear, uh, it's, heading, it's heading towards South Mims. Uh, specifically uh, on the green just outside St Giles' Church. Uh, wait, wait a minute, should we, should we be standing here? I can't see anything in the sky. Uh, sorry, sorry, we'll be back with more news soon. And now, uh, uh, best have some more music. Just, we'll be back.
We're back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, th this is, this is, uh, um, uh, I'm standing here now uh, looking up at the bright, a uh, bright dot in the sky. In fact, uh, the night sky has begun to glow and, and, and glow red, a crimson blood red. Uh, the clouds look bloodstained. Um, sorry, sorry, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm starting to panic. Um, the object, the, the fiery ball is, it's, it's heading straight for us. I've done it. Get out. No, move, move out of the way. Move out of the way. Oh, please, please. Oh. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you what, what this looks like or feels like. It, it, it's just out of this world. It's terrifying. Um, I don't know if I can stay in contact with you. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. Oh my God. Ah! Oh, no. Ah! It could be an attack. An attack from outer space. ladies and gentlemen we have survived what is well I, I don't think I could do it justice in simple words but I have luckily I have with me Professor Jane Pierce who is head of astronomy at S South Mims University Jane Jane um can you make sense of what we've just experienced? Uh, uh, hello. Um, I, I don't think so. No, not yet. Um, we're, well, we're all still in shock, but I think it's it's important we let the listeners know what's what's happened and and what's still happening. Um, uh, this could be one of the most important nights in Earth's entire history. Well, why do you say that? Well, uh, well, this is an object from from outer space. It's it's not a satellite that's come back down to Earth. It, it, it looks nothing like a satellite. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, well, uh, I think. Well, I think it it might be. What? 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 What do you think it might be? You're looking concerned, Professor Pierce. What's wrong? Well. Now, now the smoke has blown away. I, I can see. Uh, can you? Can you see it? Look! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm 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 looking at the wreckage of, of what is that? That's a Tesla. Oh, it landed on a brand new Tesla, and the the smoke is clearing, and and there are small fires dotted around. But that might be from the wreckage of the Tesla, uh, and now uh, the smoke and the dust is is uh, waned and, and cleared and oh my what is that it's a sphere a metallic sphere of some kind oh it's blackened by the heat of entry through the atmosphere it's i think it's is that a hum can you hear a hum listen it could be the power lines one of them has snapped over there no, no, no! It's coming from that. It's not just a sphere. It's it's a it's a ball of metal. I don't think I've ever seen before. Can can we get closer? Do you think? <coughs> well, we can try. Well, if there's any radiation, we've already had a dose of it. Okay, so um, we're um, oh, mind that mind that piece of wreckage. Well, watch your step. Right. right okay, and now we're a little closer. Uh, I, c I can see some shapes in the side of the orb. You think like, it looks like an orb? An orb or, or a, a big football. There, there's a metal protuberance on the top of the... Uh, no, I think it looks like an orb. It's shaped like... I, I recognise that shape. I, I do too. It's, it's a... Is that the St John Ambulance? It's... 
Well, it's a, it's a cross, all right. Oh my God, it, it's moving. The 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 orb is shaking. No, 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 it's turning. We we we, we should get back. We should get back. No, no, this is earth shattering. I I don't care what happens. I want to be there when whatever it is comes out of that sphere. Or orb. Orb sphere, whatever the hell it is. Oh, this is amazing. A door. Well, a, a section of the orb... Oh, it's a fucking sphere, okay? Oh, okay, so, sorry, sorry, sphere, yes. It's got a door or something. It, it, it's open now. There's a light. Oh, oh, that's such a bright light. Look away! It stopped, but the light... Oh, it's illuminated everything around us, and all oh, there's scorch marks all the way across the road. Something's moving inside. Oh, God, this is like... This is like see now of day the earth stood still or, or, or E.T. or or it's it's a man a humanoid oh oh he's quite short surprisingly short and stout <laughs> is he green oh please don't start with the cliches right uh, but but he is quite short and stout and squat uh, and he's wearing oh that looks like a football shirt to me I, I don't know what team no, it's it's a uniform of an intergalactic civilization. Clearly, I think he it is going to say something. Oh my God! This this is oh I'm speechless. Oh, I'll stop talking so you can hear it. So, so the world can hear it. First contact with an extraterrestrial civilization. He's going to speak. I'll get closer. I'll get closer. Bonjour l'kulħat, jiddispiaċina ħafna li rridnilkom il-ballu, misna uzajna Google Maps. Uh, I understood Google Maps in that, but... Uh, it, it must be an alien language. He's going to say something else. Mela, jisimni din uniġi fil-paċi aħna ġejna saw bixnejnu li dinja taħkom jisir post aktar paċifiku. I think I understood the word Pacific. Maybe they wanted to land in the Pacific Ocean. Or it means they come in peace. Oh, perhaps. Illa nistudjaw lil din id-dinja u tallimna wahda mil-lingwi ta'kom ġejna assigurati li hija lingwa tal-kooperazzjoni internazzjonali. That's definitely a human language. Though it's a strange mix of Latinate words and what sounds like Arabic. Well, we need help. Wait a minute, I, I have a hunch. Let me just find something on my phone. Well, I think he I think he's gonna he's gonna speak again. Tinkwetaw, xaħna ma ġejni xaw bix namlu gwerra. Ġejna sabix nalmukom dwar iċ-ċiviltà tana. L-esperti tana fuq il-pjaneta tana għamlu studju sħiħ ta' dan il-pjaneta u nifmu kif taħdem iċ-ċiviltzazzjoni taħkom fil-fatt l-antennati tana kienu għaw għabel u għallew monumenti dedikati għal-ċiviltà tana. What? He's speaking Maltese. What? How do you know? I use Google Translate. Why the hell are aliens speaking Maltese? Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed orally the first documented contact with what we think is an alien. Let, let's, let's get him inside. He's obviously harmless. Yes, he's nodding. He, he understands me. Uh, won't, you, won't you join us? Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, he's coming with us. He's coming with us. Uh, I, we'll end the broadcast now. And we'll be back when we can.
Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've moved to the Medical Isolation Unit of South Mims University's Department of Medicine, where our visitor has kindly joined us. He's smiling, and I actually feel very comfortable in his presence. Yes, sort of warm and fuzzy. As you can imagine, dear listeners, this has been a very strange night, and I think we're beginning to understand the gravity of this event. Uh, Professor Pierce, what is your initial impression of... Um, Don't call him an alien, just, OK? That's so demeaning and, and othering. Oh, uh, um, well, what do we call him? Our visitor. Oh, so, um, right, OK. Our visitor, how, how similar is he to us, uh, to a human? Well, he, he seems very similar in, in many ways, but, but very different in others. How so? Well, he, he clearly has a healthy interest in football, or, or soccer, as the Americans call it. I sent a photo of the shirt he's wearing to a Maltese friend, and he confirms it is a replica of the shirt worn by Hamroon Spartans. <laughs> it's a football team in, in Malta. In fact, I actually recorded the ringtone on weirdly shaped communications device, and I've, I've googled it, and well, I'll play it. And now you can hear the same language in the song. This gets weirder and weirder. It seems that our visitor only speaks Maltese. Just Maltese. No other Earth language. But he says he can learn any human language very quickly. OK, so perhaps while we're waiting, we can hear more of that Hamroon Spartans music. I mean, I, qu I quite like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are now live in the office of a small but secure outpost just the other side of Potter's Bar, which I didn't even know was here. It's a joint intelligence service run by the British, the Americans and the Dutch. Uh, oh, the Dutch? That sounds a little unusual, isn't it, Professor Pierce? The Dutch have long had an interest in UFOs, or as we should call them now, UAPs. What does that mean? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. It's a more accurate term. Most sightings of alien craft are ball lightning or strange clouds or other natural phenomena. Until now. Well, this isn't an unidentified object. We know it's an alien craft with actual aliens in it. Oh, they're, they're coming in now. Hold on, dear listeners. This is, this is going to be historic. Uh, and it seems that we... Yes, we now know that our visitor has a name. Yes, it's Dean, and he assures us that it's a name he adopted for the purpose of his visit. Written sip lictar isem noblilistite, udankin we het likin etienata lil hafna millowelt fal im wilda fostil nedmin. Okay, so according to Google Translate, he says that their research showed that Dean was both a popular and a noble name. Now you might all be wondering why he only speaks Maltese. 
Attualment issa naf ħafna bl-Ingliż imma għadni minix kellim konfidenti dal-waqt ser nitkellem din il-lingwa Ingliza li għalu li li għal lingwa uzata ħafna. He assures us that he will make a statement in English soon. Do we know where he came from? Well, Dean is definitely an extraterrestrial. He says he is from the very edge of the Milky Way, perhaps the Andromeda a galaxy. Of course, that's not what he calls it. And interestingly, his world has a very um, strange name for our planet. Eva, huwa umoristiku imma sibna magna zaira li battu fl-ispazju u kella jisem fu a Voyager. Għalek is-sistema taħkom semmejni a Voyager u l-pjaneta taħkom semmejni planet Nizdin. Well, it seems they found the Voyager probe launched in 1977 and deciphered the messages that were within it. They must have studied our planet in great detail. And he says that they named our planet, for some strange reason, which he cannot explain, um, Planet Neesden. Thank you, thank you, Jbin. I am able to speak English now, ta. I have come all this way to give a very important message. So important that you all must be listening to me. Are you all listening? Um, can you make sure all peoples of the entire planet Neesden can hear me talking? Uh, Dean, Dean, we call our planet Earth. 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 I think planet Nisden is much better, also much more appropriate. We have many images of your capital, which is a place called Nisden, and it seems very nice. Okay, well, well, well let's leave that as a, a moot point. Moot? Who died? And no one died. Yeah, you just said someone died. No, no, I, I meant we could debate the relative merits of different names. Actually, oh, I see. Moot in Maltese means death. So no one died. I didn't see no one die here. No dead people. No, no, no one died. Please, Dean, what message did you bring mankind? No, okay, okay. So I have it imprinted on a piece of shellfish. Shellfish? On our world, we use shellfish to store information. You read books, we read mollusks. Okay. Oh, that's fascinating. Amazing. Dean, tell me, did you have an image of human beings in your mind before you arrived on our planet, um, on Neesden? Uh, yes, you sent another of those machines. This one had a picture of two humans, a man with a thing hanging from between his legs, and a woman with nothing very weird. Anyway, my message. Also, uh, we have actually been here before, you know. Osgur. You've been to Earth before? Uh, no, I haven't been to Earth. No, long ago, our ancestors. And they found Malta with no people on it. They built a small convenience store there. And it's still there. Hajarim, you call it now. Hajarim? That's an ancient temple. Or temples. Malta is famous for them. They're between six and five thousand years old. They were all built by us. One was a prickly-pear juice factory. Uh, another was a sauna. But let me tell you that those people who built Stonehenge stole the designs from us. We could sue them for breaching copyright. Is he serious? Oh, I think he is. Okay, can we get to his statement that we're running out of time? Y yes, sorry. Uh, Dean, could you read your... Um Mollusk statement, please. Of course, of course. Uh, you'll forgive me if I speak bluntly. The universe grows smaller every day and the threat of aggression by any group anywhere can no longer be tolerated. There must be security for all or no one is secure. 
Now, this does not mean giving up any freedom except the freedom to act irresponsibly. Your ancestors knew this when they made the laws to govern themselves and hired policemen to enforce them. We of the other planets have long accepted this principle. We have an organization for the mutual protection of all planets and for the complete elimination of aggression. Uh, um, sorry, Dean, but might I interrupt? Uh, please do, lady. But where did you get that speech? Yeah, I wrote it myself. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure you didn't lift that speech word for word from an old film? Well... Uh... I happen to have downloaded a clip from the day the Earth stood still on my phone. I want you to listen. And you will forgive me if I speak bluntly. The universe grows smaller every day. And the threat of aggression by any group, anywhere, can no longer be tolerated. Well, it's such a good film. It's the most popular film on our planet. But... That's a little lazy, isn't it, Dean? Mm, we didn't think you'd notice. Why did you really come to Earth, uh, Planet Neeston, Dean? To meet the players of Hamrun Spartans and bring them to our planet to play an exhibition match. Oh, dear Lord. <sighs> Who could have predicted that the first encounter of the third kind would be anything like that? A strange mix of farce and, well... Important wisdom, I suppose. Who could have known that the aliens who were the first to arrive here would be as incompetent, petty, obsessed with sport and popular culture, and as lazy as we are? I mean, picking the wrong language to learn, no offence to the Maltese, you're a wonderful people, but any savvy alien would have realised that English is the lingua franca of the world. I know that sounds wrong, but it's true. And making a soccer team the focus of your expedition? Oh, come on, that just sounds dumb. You couldn't make it up. War of the Worlds, it wasn't. But let's hope that we learn something about the joy of being less than perfect. Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace, or pursue your present course and face obliteration. We shall be waiting for your answer. The decision rests with you.